we all doing? Have we been watching the highlights? Because I know I've been watching the highlights all last night, all this morning. I'll watch them all today. Um, yeah, I'm still absolutely buzzing, as you'd probably all guess. So um, if you are new, subscribe to the channel. Drop this video a like. Let's have a like target of 450. And head over to our website then. I'm joined by Justin, so I'll show you how to do it first. Um, so you want to head over to um, utvpodcast.co.uk. You want to go under Social Hub in Player Raters. Um, and then this is where you'll find the rating system for you to rate the Aston Villa players of Spurs nil, Aston Villa 2. Uh, the average rating is on the right-hand side, so you can see what... The average has been calculated and gives you that number on the right. So, um, Justin, I'll let you start off then with Olsen. Um, I'm going to say eight. I think he didn't put a foot wrong. Clean sheet, which is number one for a goalkeeper, isn't it? Um, as is, I think we said yesterday, he didn't have loads to do as in shot stops, but I think he's 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 very good with his feet. Actually, I thought he was very good with his feet. Something that's been he's been sort of targeted with a few times by Villa fans saying, "Oh, he, he worries me with his kicking." I thought his kicking was very good. Uh, passing was good from from the back. His handling was good. He come and got a couple of you know from corners, um, and then a couple of times the ball came across into the box, and he, he got down well and smothered it well. As we saw the other end, Larice, you know. <clears throat> made the mistake for the first goal and with his handling was poor and that's a, a goalkeeper who's just played in the World Cup final. So, you know, it is an incredibly different, a difficult position to play and I thought Olsen did very well. Me too. He, he, he's come through this little period for me in a good in a good light, which I'm happy about. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we was all worried, weren't we? we you know, we, we were worried, rightly so, because of what we were seeing. But... I th- I th- I think it's an unnatural. Don't you think it's unnaturally worrying because we've, for the first time, probably ever, we've got a, well, we have we've got a World Cup winning, exceptional top draw, one of the top probably three or four goalkeepers in the world playing for us. So obviously, whenever he's not playing, you're going to think, oh god, we haven't got Emmy Martinez. But I think he's done enough to to um, to you know secure the the um, you know understudy spot. I think and be not too worried if he has got to play the odd game. Me too. Ashley Young, again, I mean, what more can be said about him? Because I'd have him for another year, I think. Because he's... he's, he's and, and what I like about him, and, and this is why I feel like he's probably started games over cash at the minute, is he's able to play a game plan and he's able to be given instructions and stick to those instructions. Now, he had six, five weeks with Emery, whereas Cash was at the World Cup. So, Young's been listening to all of the information that he's needed. Um, and I think, yeah, brilliant. He cleared one off the line. So, I'm going to go Ashley Young for clearing that one off the line. I'm going to give him an eight. Um, and what I will say, this is unlike our player ratings episodes in the past normally they're fours fives threes twos and ones you won't see those numbers in this one so just, every concert, just before you move on to concert i'll say about ashley young at 37 as long as he keeps his fitness 
I would just keep rolling them on. Like you say, I would literally keep rolling them on year to year because it is invaluable to have a, a player like that in your squad. Not only around the ground and around the training ground, it's good to have someone like that for the younger players. But, you know, he, he's adding proper competitiveness on the pitch. You know, his experience is just brilliant. I look, he, you know, he gets in the face. He's, he's, he's second only, probably Tammy Martinez for like, the way he reacts to things on the pitch, doesn't he? And the way he gets on, on, on you know, the opposition's nerves when he, he's giving them a bit of shit out in, on, in the games. But yeah, I think he's been phenomenal, phenomenal for his age. And I think, yeah, he, he's probably not far off getting another year on his contract. Yeah. Concert, Mings for me, didn't put a foot wrong. I'd give them solid sevens. Again, another key substitution for Moon Emery was taking off Concert. At one point, he was on that yellow. He looked a little bit flustered, arguing with the ref. I think it was the right thing to take him off. Um, so I, I feel like they both had very, very solid games. Ex exactly what you'd want them to do, that they did. So, yeah, would you want to go with Luca D? Yeah, I thought he played well. Um, I thought the back four played really well. That You know, the, the two full-backs had to sort of, Slot slightly narrower, didn't they? Because the way they were playing with the sort of um, six sort of at the back. But uh, yeah, I thought he got well forward well as well, Luca Dean. Um, he still hasn't quite hit the heights I, would, I hoped for this season. But um, again, another one that's hopefully only going to improve week on week. And I think um, I think seven is fair with him as well. Yeah. Next on the list, Boubacar Kamara and Dougie Louise. They look like the best two that could complement each other. I think that is a, a big compliment in itself. We're now starting to see them win midfield battles, which is something that I've never seen Villa do before. You know, it's we, we're dominating midfield, which is really good. And everybody knows that watches football. If you can dominate and win midfield, you will pretty much dominate the game, uh, and and that's what we're doing. So, I thought I thought they were brilliant. I thought they were brilliant against Liverpool, um, and I think they're just gonna get better and better. Kamara for me, he's just getting better every time I watch him. You know, we've always known that Louise is a player, but at times he's just looked a bit lost in midfield at times. But now. The two together just work perfectly and, and they've both got nines from Villa fans here and I, I think I'd agree. I'd, both, I'd give them both a nine. Do you think one deserves a ten? I, I, well, I'm trying to think. I mean, a ten for me is, is the perfect game, isn't it? They've literally done nothing wrong and I'm trying to think, did they do anything that would not tell me to, to give them a ten? I don't know. I think they are nine. This is this is Ryan. If you're listening, sort this nine point five out, will you? Mm -hmm. I think nine is 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 the minimum both of them deserve. Yeah. Um, and they were verging on ten performances. Yeah. Um, as I say, it might even be harsh giving them nines because I can't remember either of them putting a foot wrong. And in fact, I think Louise scored as well. So I think that probably I don't know maybe edges him into a ten. What do you think? Yeah. Could we give him a 10 for it? For I mean, what did he have? No, do you know what, Justin? I'm going to say no because we're waiting for that magical. 
yeah, we're magical, gonna get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? fair enough. And I'll take that. Yeah, I think room for improvement. We're not we, for me, we're not finished with these top four sides yet this season. Well, so, all I'll say is, Christ knows how good they'll be when they hit a ten. If that's the <laughs> <why. laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> Brent dear, I'm gonna give a seven now. Regular viewers will know that I was not critical. I was constructive in the week. I mentioned that I wanted to see more from him. And first half, I was still a little bit like, oh, I'm not sure here. I'm not sure, Brendia. But second half, second half into it, he got one of his shots off and I started to see him combining a little bit more. So I'm going to give him a seven. And he's one of them, and this is what I said before the game as well, if we can build on the performance against Liverpool and gradually get better, gradually get more consistent, then the results and performances and the players will be getting seven, eight, nines. So for me, when Deere had a better game than what he did against Liverpool, which is progress. I would agree with all that. Um, I think... I, I... As I said yesterday on, on, on the reaction, I, I was sort of thinking maybe half time that he, there was a, a call for maybe getting Coutinho on and, and giving him a run for half a game because I don't think Buendia affected the game attacking wise as much as he could. I thought he was pretty good defensively, to be honest, for a player that he's really you know known for his attacking output. Um, but I thought he did well, you know, tracking back, didn't do enough going forward, but in the second half. He did. He did okay. Yeah, and I think scoring the goal elevates him up to at least mm. seven. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And he I think there is well, more. Yeah. yeah. And I think. I think had he not scored, I would have probably said a six, um, because I think he was probably. He would agree that he didn't have his best game up to that point, but I thought you know that'll give him a lot of confidence scoring that goal, and I have to say I thought Coutinho was excellent when he came off the bench as yeah, well. He showed too. a lot of desire. So me having too. those two, once again fully fit. Hopefully now battling out for that number ten shirt, I think he's he's only good for us as a club. And uh, Coutinho's come out and, and and committed himself to the rest of the season, which I love to see. So you know, having Brendan and Coutinho fighting out for me is great, great news for us. And Coutinho looked quicker, which was yeah. good, pleasing. Yeah, so but again, fitness wise, isn't it? You know, he has been out yeah. for a little bit, and he's not young anymore, so. It's going to take him a little bit of time to get back up to speed. So hopefully these little cameos he's probably going to get over the next three or four weeks will put him in a position to maybe start a game sooner rather than later as well. Yeah, and I was watching Coutinho yesterday and there was one moment where we'd lost the ball and he like done so well to get back, to trap mm. back. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, that was really pleasing. That hunger, that um, hunger is so important. And I think he showed that with that with that, uh, you know, statement he put out on social media. You know, he's hungry to do well for us and that's all I ask for from any of the players. I'm going to go bold on McGinn. I'm going to go I'm gonna go bold on McGinn, Villa fans. I'm going to go eight and I'll tell you why I'm going eight for John McGinn. Take away the assist. The work he was doing off the ball was tremendous. And I really think he had a really, really sh strong, solid game. I thought he had a good game against Liverpool as well. And I think he's now sort of stamping a claim to this position that he's playing on that sort of right-hand side a little bit. Um, 
I don't know what you call that position that they play. It's like right mid, isn't it? But it's not right mid because he's not a right winger. But False winger. <laughs> yeah, false right mid winger. False um, winger, yeah. I, I think he had a really strong game and that little assist as well. And I thought he was instrumental in that second half to driving us forward. And um, yeah, I, I think McGinn had a really good game. And again, he's another one that's had a lot of criticism, but he's, he's starting to play well. I think he's another one that's starting to enjoy his football under Emery again. Um, he's been given this slightly different role. The pressure's been taken off him in that midfield engine room by the two sixes, so he hasn't got to worry too much about tracking back, although he does do that very well. Um, I would probably, again, I'd probably edge towards a 7.5. I'm not quite sure he was an 8. And I think I'm thinking now, is it harsh give him a 7? But 7 or 8, you know, if you're around 7 or 8, I know your magic magic number is the 7, isn't it? Look, you'll be 7. If you're yeah. at least a 7 every week, then that's a good starting point. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be disappointed. I, I don't think eight's wrong. I just think seven or eight is around that mark, definitely. We'll fly through the subs. I'd give Bednarak Chambers. A, I'd give him solid sixes. Ings, I'd <clears> give him a six as well. So this leaves three left. Cash when he come on, I think he did well. I'd seven, seven. Yes, fair, right. And then we'll go right this one. Leon Bailey. I'm going to... I have to be so honest. Say so what you think. I'll say what I think, then we'll come okay. with a number. Okay, I have to be honest. I'm after a little bit more from him. Yeah. I'm after, I'm after a little bit more from him. I felt in the first half, whenever he'd get the ball and he was sort of 1v1, we didn't seem drive enough for me. I want to. I want to see him when he's. I want to see him really attacking. He, he his man that's in front of him, um, and I just feel like, yeah, he works well for the team. But if I'm critical of Buendia, then sometimes you know I, I, I've got to call it, and I'd I'd give him a six. There's a player yeah. there. There's a yeah. player there, but we need to see a bit more. I think the frustrating thing with Bailey yesterday was that because we've got we had this really solid base that we we had like six and then the two sixes the six sort of sitting at the back if you like two sixes that then gave the two up top Bailey and Watkins the freedom really to have a just have a go every time they got the ball and, and it was a little bit stop start with Leon um, I don't think he particularly had a lot of service, especially in the first half. You know, we we wasn't really a threat, was we? So they were feeding a little bit off scraps, the pair of them. And he got a little bit embroiled in a bit of an argument and a bit of argy-bargy, didn't he? Um, with one of their players, where he, when he, then he, he lost his rag a little bit and got a yellow card for a bit of a light push. So, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't his best game. Um, we've seen him play a lot better. Um, and there is a lot more to come from him. So I think I would agree, really, with the six. I'm not saying he should be dropped either, Villa fans. No, no, I think, it just I think wasn't he still should play, but I just yeah. I want to see a bit more. And then we'll go Ollie Watkins. I'd give him a seven. Uh, my reasoning, I felt like he ran the channels really well. I thought his hold-up play was good at times. He did really well for the Buendia goal. Um, I do think he had two chances, which... 
he should be doing better with, um, especially in the first half when he cut inside and he'd sort of done the hard work and he just got to hit the target. So he did have two chances for me that he should be doing slightly better with. But I, I think he had a really, he, he had a, a, a solid, solid game, Watkins did, Justin. I'm just going to disagree with you. I'm going to really? say eight. Okay. And I'll give you my reasons why. He had two chances all game. The first one, he did very well to, to create that chance for himself. And he did pull the shot wide. And there might have been a, probably an easier layoff to someone coming in. And then the second one, the second half, he just didn't pull the trigger quickly enough. But apart from those two instances, you know, as as was proven the whole game, I mean, I mean, their side as well, Kane and, and Son didn't have hardly anything. There was very few clear-cut chances in that game. And the two clear-cut, or the two goals we scored were a direct result of Ollie Watkins. One was his quick reaction to the shot and then his real quality play to, to, to set up Wendia. And the second one was his tracking back to rob the, to rob the centre midfielder to start the move that, that led to the second goal. Now, for me, without him, we don't score them two goals. Danny Ings, for, for, for all he's a good footballer, he probably doesn't do either of those things to create those two chances because he hasn't quite got that 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 yard of pace that Ollie Watkins got. He's a different player ultimately, and this is why this is why Ollie Watkins is in the team over Danny Ings because whilst he is he is a bit frustrating in front of goal, it does give you this other outlet um, of his, his relentless running, his relentless harrying. And he's starting to show that little bit of extra quality and time on the ball now when he does get hold of things because he because of his pace and the way he harries people, that he's got this bit of quality now where he can start moves that lead to goals. So for me, it was a pretty good all round display from from um, Ollie Watkins yesterday. So I think eight. And look at those numbers. Look at those numbers. Very, very good numbers. Uh, we'll add them all up and you'll get your totals there. So I think Everyone's pretty much agreeing with what we're saying. Young's on an average of 8.1, 7.1. Um, Watkins is on 7.6. So a couple are giving sevens, then a couple are giving eights. Um, so really, really good. Uh, really good numbers. Glad we're doing a player ratings and everybody's rated really well. Um, so it was just a fantastic performance and Let's see more of it. Let's see more of it. So we will be back with our Wolves preview uh, later on today. Uh, that will be out at around six o'clock this evening. Um, and yeah, bring on the Wolves. Bring oh, yeah, on the, up the villa. Up the villa. <laughs> <laughs>